Hey, 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 This morning, right? Because, Sunday morning. Because remember, in Manila, we're Bodega Nines. I'm gonna keep running yeah. that joke into the ground until it's not funny anymore. It's twelve hour difference. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, right now it's like Bodega Nights here at 10 p.m. So how you doing? So literally, it's still night. Yeah, it's a One late night show with that? Martin. <laughs> yes, yes. Now what? So, uh, uh, do, do you guys have daylight savings over in Brazil? Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> so I need to ask. <laughs> what what is daylight savings? I, I keep getting confused. Uh, daylight savings time is like this weird thing some countries use, like in America. Like right now, it's uh, I think it should be spring forward, like in the second quarter, and then by fall time they're gonna move their clocks backward by one hour. Why? I do not know. <laughs> Well, it just happens. It's, there's still 24 hours in the day. Why do they have to move it forward or backward? To save daylight. I, America. Why? To save daylight. Well, this happens um, in a lot of countries that are nearer the poles, right? Where sunlight can be inconsistent depending on which time of year. So, like, in some places you have sundown at, like, 5 p.m. Uh-huh. Right? Um, and so in order to maximize the amount of sunlight instead of telling the sun to set later you just move all of your clocks back that way you have more daylight during the day all right okay right some it's weird of, but all right right like it was um it was something that was really important when you had uh agricultural societies Ooh, where a farming. lot of okay. um where a lot of your productivity was tied to the amount of time that the sun was out So, as a way to kind of maximize the daylight, they move their clocks, yeah, during certain certain times of the year. Okay, that I guess that makes sense. Okay. We're, we're very near the equator, so it, we we're never gonna experience yeah. that. So yeah, I mean, like yep. our sunsets are anywhere between like usually around six, and that's consistent throughout the year. So that is know. true. Or in the weird case of the one time uh, well, we sunset at around seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> summer. <laughs> But uh, how's the? There are other countries that are that have what? really, really extreme versions of this, right? Like months of sunlight and no and no darkness and darkness for the rest of the year or something. Whoa! Uh, I, yeah, I yeah. So, like the North Pole or like the South Pole? Yeah, like the 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 poles essentially. Yeah. Three months of sun and nothing. <laughs> That's that's depressing, dude. What's it had a had a movie sort of like that uh, about somebody going insane? Um, Robin Williams was in a movie about that. There's there's a lot of movies about people going insane now. Oh, yeah, yeah, but especially like this was like uh, in the Jack- '90s, I think, like '97. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, Robin Williams. No, it wasn't '97. '97. What? No. Uh. A Robin Williams film that I know in the late '90s was like when he's the uh, the robot, where he voiced that robot. By by Centennial Man. Yeah, that's what I remember. Uh, I don't know if it's '97 or '98 or '99, something like that. 
Uh, all I can remember is some guy going crazy, Zach Nicholson. Uh, I think when he says, "Here's Johnny" or something, and or like, yeah, that that scene. Right there, it was uh, film. Insomnia. It was a 2002 film directed by Christopher Whoa. Nolan, um, with Al Pacino Ooh. and Robin Williams in it, about a detective that goes to Alaska and kind of goes crazy because of the way that um, the days work there. Huh. Oh man. A 2002 film based off of a 1997 film from Norway. Whoa, all the I way mean, from I mean, I would Oslo understand. Paper, Norway. I'm actually curious which one of them goes crazy. Is it Robin Williams? Is it Al Pacino? I mean, I understand it's Robin Williams just because normally it would be. It's Robin Williams. Going crazy isn't Al Pacino's. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I remember correctly. Because I, I haven't seen the movie in like 20 years at this point. Wait, yeah, man. 18. 18, yeah. In 18, <laughs> uh, in, in 18 years. He's I, living in the future. <laughs> not, not 14 years, right? Uh, what's it? It, it, it was um, Al Pacino that, uh, that played crazy. the detective that, that, oh. that goes crazy. Yeah. Now I'm curious what Robin Williams' role is here. Is, is he the murderer? He, he, he was, uh, he's a bad guy, dude. Oh, this is the weird period where Robin Williams was always the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. This is well. This was sort of that period where um, Robin Williams. This was around the same time as um, Death to Smoochie. When Robin Williams actually went crazy, and his career, he was doing weird movies where he's either crazy, depressed, murderous. Yeah, all yeah. Three. Yeah. It's okay. So weird. Death to Smoochie. Oh man. Like one of those. One of those. Like. Uh, I I really I really love that film because it's kind of it's kind of bad, you know. <laughs> it was a uh, what was it like close to? Oh, what was that? Uh, cable Guy, but not as funny. <laughs> yeah, it was just really well, really dark. Some people dark. make fun of Cable Guy being you know sucky. I don't know. Why. It was really silly okay. it, <laughs> because so. it isn't great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it was. It could have been funny and dark and deep, but it was just Jim Carrey hamming it up. In the best Jim Carrey yeah. way possible, like it was, he was still in the mask mode when he was doing Cable oh, Guy. Yeah. So yeah, but um, you should, you should, you guys should watch Death to Smoochie, man. It's, it's one of those um, low points in Robin Williams' career. All right, I'll I'll put it up right after I watch Insomnia because now I'm curious. It's Christopher Nolan and Robin Williams. I know what the hell. <laughs> and Al Pacino going crazy. So oh wow. Yeah, so there, those are your two. Uh, those are the two films that you might want to watch, just to just, just to look at that sort of era in Robin Williams. Um, what's it? In Robin Williams' career, yeah. Filmography. But what's Speaking it? Of Insomnia was films, really man. good. And yeah, Insomnia. Okay. Wait, wait. Yeah, Insomnia. Just, just so you know, like, Rob, um, Insomnia is a really good film, and I think Death to Smoochie is so bad it's good. Okay Thanks for the disclaimer. How about that? <laughs> How about Zodiac? It's a weird film where I saw Robert Downey Jr. as an actor there, but yikes, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I like, it's basically I saw Zodiac. like a film. Mm-hmm. I saw that Zodiac. That was way before he did Iron... F- that's, that's like years or like a couple of years before his first Iron Man film, right? You can argue it was Robert Downey doing Robert Downey as a journalist. <laughs> this yeah, is the, the, actually. the David Fincher film? Yeah, yeah, it... it yeah, it was nice. Man. I liked it. I don't know if it was accurate, yeah, but I liked it. Yeah. 
Uh, this made me feel weird, and I think that was before Tropic Thunder as well. Why? Why did it make you feel weird, Mark? Why? It's like, whoa! This is the guy from Ali McBeal, and he's now a journalist, <laughs> huh? What is this? Yeah, yeah um, like that. It, it came out the it came out the year before Tropic Thunder, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and then Tropic Thunder, and like, what the hell is happening here? He's showing off his range. Hey. Yeah, literally. Was that, was that before or after Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Val Kilmer? Uh, hmm. Probably after, right? 2005, yeah, Kiss like, Kiss Bang Bang. And what's this with Zodiac? And then 2006 was Zodiac. Oh. I, I remember watching it during first 2007, year so the movie with Val Kilmer oh, was wow. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, talking wow, about movies. You, you guys while, have been tagging man. me on Facebook for this <laughs> 10 movies thing. Oh yeah, this this movie yeah, challenge. Dude. I got tagged by Sir Joel. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel bad because I forget certain movies I wanted to put there, but those are the first ten movies that got popped up in my head. So obviously, day one was The Room by Tommy Wiseau. Wait, wait, wait. Just, just oh, so, uh, just so, <laughs> just so the the Faithful Fourteen. Man, I haven't used that in so long. Just so that the Faithful Fourteen know what we're talking about. It's one of those um, Facebook chain I, things. I, yeah, Facebook chain, like, sort of get it to go viral kind of things, where you're yeah. supposed to post a still from a movie that made an impact on you or whatever without yeah. any sort of context. No posters, without, you know, no title, no explanation. Yeah, that, yeah. So, one of those, then you're supposed to tag somebody else to do it for yeah. their <laughs> 10 films. Um, the thing is, yeah. I don't tag anyone because I don't want to, you know, come on, I don't want to you know, give people something to work on when there's already stuff in their labs. So if I get tagged, sure, I'll play it, but I ain't tagging anyone you. D- did you guys tag I, anyone I got you? tagged uh, by three people. Does that mean I have to put up 30 movies? <laughs> no, no. Just just do it once. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tag Norm again. <laughs> Be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is day one, version four. <laughs> day one, version Jow. I may not have enough people in my friends list to tag from these games. <laughs> That's why yeah, I don't I mean, tag. <laughs> uh, what what do I what do I have, dude? Um, I've, so so far I've tagged my girlfriend, uh-huh. um, <laughs> and uh, Val from Val from work class and, record and the class record. Right there's your cross promotion for the episode. And, yeah. Uh, with, yeah. And for Val, it was the still from the Predator. With um, Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, yeah. and Carl Weathers, oh, yeah. like that handshake, <laughs> got you pushing yeah. pencils all day. Like. Nah. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, because we were talking about that on an episode uh, the other. What's it? Is it out day. now? The, the like two episodes ago or whatever for the class record, we were talking about ah, nice. Predator. Predator. And Austrian he never actually, He never actually said Whoa. the name in that movie. Yeah. He did it. It's a predator. So, so what you're saying is it's sort of like a Mandela effect kind of thing where everybody just thinks he said predator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you all think he said, he never he, said. I'm it. here. The predator. Unless, you know, my fragmented no, memory speaking, is wrong. Yeah. But I really I know, it. man. I haven't seen that thing since I was a kid, so. <laughs> it's a modern classic, that one. I, have, I really have yeah. to, like, I, I really have to watch it again. Oh, uh, speaking of movies or like things that are in video, so you guys obviously have tried video okay, right? Huh? Obviously, we have. 
in cast parties. Uh, there are video OK machines that where we sing certain songs. There's like clips of Michael Jordan or any NBA games or highlights, right? Karaoke. Recently, carry on yeah, with this recently, karaoke reference. Uh, well, we'll carry on like the Black Parade. Yes, like recently, cool. I've been seeing in Facebook like a match between Heidenreich and the Undertaker, and the back and that's the background while someone's playing video OK for an OPM song, and now. Somewhere in my Facebook timeline, there's like a, a match between John Cena and Edge and OPM song that man kanta. I'm like, what the hell? Oh man! I mean, you could. Good stuff. Only, yeah, I mean, the only thing stopping why? you is copyright law, but you know, yeah. they're not going after video game machines. I know. So it's so weird to see them like brutally beat each other up while like they're singing and John the theme Cena. song to Titanic or something. Uh, yeah, let me, or like let me, uh, some some Pinoy love a... song. This video on Facebook. Yeah, yeah uh, hold on. I- I'm going to share this to you. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Will we put it on the show notes? <laughs> what? No. A link to Facebook? <laughs> uh, I-, I just saw it on... Um, yeah, fine. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> Upload it on the Discord, Mark. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Okay. Um, Putting it on where the is So we have, an, we have a Discord one. we've created and we're still figuring out what to do with it. Just so everybody knows. Yeah, let's just put all the put all the links for the show notes in the Discord. And Link in the well, show so notes. So speaking of so speaking of Discord, uh, any Discord channels you guys been active on? Because I rarely use Discord either way. <laughs> um, there's no actually not really. It's like when I join a Discord channel, I'm just like quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten around yeah. to using it as a community thing yet, but we'll get around to it. At some point, yeah, we have a long quarantine ahead yeah. of us. Wait, what? Well, I, I want to go back to I want to yeah. go back to those film that ten films thing. What are the movies or films that you guys are putting up or have put up? I don't know, man. Um, I've been okay. I'm seeing a lot of yeah. duplicates. So I'm like, is it? Yeah. Is it a rule that I have to put up an original, or is if my friend puts up something that you know that that struck a chord with me, I can't put it up anymore? No, you can put it up. It's your top 10 or your 10 movie. Uh, well, I think I mentioned like my day one is obviously The Room by Tommy Russo. So what's my day? I fully expect a lot of uh, a lot of our friends to put up Back to the Future. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put that up. Oh, God. It's not even my top 10. I like it, but <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Doc. I guess you're not sorry, one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, day two was Dude, Where's My Car? Uh, day three was... Sweet. Uh, the usual suspects. Dude. Day four was. What does mine say? Uh, sweet. 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 How about mine, dude? <laughs> day four was Transformers the movie. Um, Interesting. Let's see. Day five was Zoolander. Oh yeah, yeah. Day I gotta put that six up there. was uh, Phoenix. I don't think you guys know this. Day seven is. Um, Little Nicky. I wanna, I, I wanna put eight. up dodgeball up there. Hmm. Oh yeah. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Day eight is the oh god, what's this? Ah, fuck. Euro trip uh, for it's, all it's the fourteen-year-olds the... out there. Oh my gosh! I forgot to put Euro trip. Oh. No. If Why? you know, you know. Why? <laughs> Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail was day 8 oh day god that's such a good movie Star-, Star Trek First Contact and day 10 is Pootie Tang dang Pootie Tang what a tang and Dirty 
who's that guy? Dirty Dan? Uh, Dirty... Basically, the villain's called Dirty D. Oh, Dirty D! With the dirty money. Literally dirty money. <laughs> All right. That's a... Uh, Speaking of... Uh, it's an interesting... Monty Python and the Holy tenth, Grail yeah. norm and Zhao. Zhao, didn't you, like, uh, use that line for us in a audition, like, literally 10 years ago for the leader? What? Ask us. What is your name? Yeah, what, what is your quest? is your quest? <laughs> what... Is your favorite color? Blue. No, yellow. No, yellow. <laughs> Panics at the last moment. Man. What is a airspeed velocity of unladen swallow? <laughs> that's such a... God, that's such a good movie. Yeah, it is. <sighs> good times. I'm going to put I up a... How Everything you see here is now yours. What? The curtains? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, men in tights, I forgot that. Ah, We're men. We're men, men in tights. Men, men in tights. This tights. is um, <laughs> you know, We run from the rich. We get to the poor. That's right. Right. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, before watching any actual, like, Robin Hood stuff, it was men in yeah. tights. So Me too. Like, to this day, <laughs> the canonical Robin Hood, at least in my head canon, is from men in tights, man. Like. Same here, because uh, it's you know I, I know the f- yeah. Oh no, go go go. Ahead. Okay, I'm going ahead. Um, you know that Robin Hood uh, movie where Brian Adams sang the theme song. Uh, I think that it's the Prince of Thieves or something. Robin Hood, the more serious Robin Hood. Wait, Dave Chappelle was in Men in Tights. Yes, yes. Yeah, man, Dave Chappelle it was, was the in first Men in Tights. time I've ever been exposed to Dave Chappelle. And I didn't know it was Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Oh man! It was his Hollywood break. Yeah, and then and he went Isaac to Con Hayes Air. Isaac was in Men in Tights. Cool. <laughs> Isn't like Isn't the yearbook big John for Stead a lot of as people. Well? Huh. Yep. Yeah, Dave Chappelle was in Men in Tights. That was when he knew he made it. <laughs> when he finally got yep. Men in Tights. Um, idiocracy yeah, like is that, gonna, um, Idiocracy is gonna be on one of my top ten lists for the movie. Yeah, man. Oh man, Men in Tights is so cool. Mm. And yeah, it, it made me not like take. Robin Hood seriously because why it's the best Robin Hood film yeah there was this meme going around where Robin Hood gives the money to the poor people and they say (laughs) they respond thanking Robin Hood and and thank God now he's finally rich and Robin Hood says you're what (laughs) (laughs) what? oh yeah 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 (laughs) I love that yes we are now reacting to memes on this channel it's it's the audacity so Patrick Yikes! YouTube trends have, inv- have invaded this podcast. Sto- yeah. Patrick Stewart was in Men in Tights, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I remember Patrick Stewart. What? I forgot Patrick. Patrick Stewart, Stewart okay. and Dave Chappelle in one movie. <laughs> uh, oh man, hell yeah! This uh, another movie that like you wouldn't expect to have such an all-star cast, but does um, that you might want to check out is Kenneth Branagh's Much Ado About Nothing. Have you seen that? I'd ask what it's about, but Wait, I'm that... waiting for the nothing. Oh my god! No, it's it's a it's, it's I, a, I, I, a Shakespeare. Okay. It's Shakespeare adaptation. Kenneth Branagh. Oh. And much uh, ado about nothing. The guy who directed Thor one. <laughs> yeah, the guy who directed Thor one okay. and has done every other Shakespeare play put to film like at some point in his career. But much ado about nothing has an insane cast, dude. Robert Sean Leonard, Denzel Washington, Keanu Reeves, Michael Keaton. 
uh, Emma Ooh. Thompson. Like, really? Let me Google that. And 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 they all they all speak in like old um, old modern English. So like, okay. it's really weird because they're um, literally using the Shakespeare text as script. Their script for the film. Damn. He starred in it too. It's pretty Hold on. cool. What year was that? Oh yeah, I mean it's Kenneth Branagh, dude. Kenneth Branagh stars in everything that he does. In every Shakespeare, it's got to be Kenneth Branagh. Ah. I'm surprised he keeps getting greenlit. Damn. <laughs> but alright. Man, this is this is what Kenneth Branagh made his career on, dude. Like Shakespeare adaptations. Had nothing to do with the uh, Claire Danes Leo DiCaprio version. <laughs> it was like um, which is why it was so interesting. Or uh, it was it was uh, it seemed like the perfect choice to get Kenneth Branagh to direct the first Thor film. Because a lot of the yeah, it's like a lot of the earlier Thor film, uh, a lot of the earlier Thor comics had Thor speaking in that sort of early modern English kind of style with all of your these and thous and all of that. So uh, what I was hoping for, but we didn't get, was that sort of style of English for Thor. But unfortunately, um, that didn't quite work out. Yeah, now now Thor plays. Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. That's what's that's the current version we got. So I mean, it, it's good. I guess it's more relatable. Yeah. And the transition is the transition from Thor one to Thor Ragnarok is smooth. He he, he didn't just go straight to Fortnite. He slowly transitioned in. Yeah. Uh, what, what's his name? Was um, uh, did a really good job. Like sort of. Taika. Uh, yeah, Taika Waititi kind of. Not really, like, he, he sort of reinvented <laughs> Thor, but not not really, which is what made it so good. Yeah, I, I like that. His vocabulary like, was sort yeah. of updated, but he's still the same Thor. Mm-hmm. I like Jeff Goldblum in a Thor movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> that, that was awesome. Life finds a way. Yeah. Godzilla, right? Jurassic Park, dude. Uh, Jurassic Park, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of Godzilla. Why was I thinking of Godzilla? Wait, he was in Godzilla? Jeff Goldblum in Godzilla, that's a good idea. No, that was Matthew, uh, Matthew, what's his name, Broderick? Yes, that's Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Oh, thank God, I thought you were going to say Matthew Perry. Why was I thinking of Godzilla? <laughs> that would be interesting. Or McConaughey in Godzilla. Yeah, or Matthew Miller. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Speaking of transformations, it's amazing his tra- Matthew McConaughey's transformation from all right, all right, all right to serious, serious actor. Or what was, was that show that he was in? True Detective. True Detective was so good. It was, it was. Wait, that was Matthew McConaughey, right? Yes. <laughs> Just making sure, man. Definitely not Broderick. True Detective was so good. Well, I, uh, That was the, the first season. Season 2, not so great. I, I haven't watched... I, I didn't watch anything past the first season. Thankfully, it's only like... Season is a standalone, so you're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Martin, you, you, you didn't watch True Detective. No, the only detective show I have watched in my life was Detective Conan. So. I was waiting for that. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't like cops? <laughs> hey, I watch cops, man. I watch that. You know, bad boys, bad boys. Dude, uh, what what's it? Do? Woody Harrelson is in the first season of True Detective. Yes, and it's one and of he's his, not trying to be funny. And it's one of his best performances, I think. Okay. Very nuanced. Yeah, uh, I'll try. I guess. It's not a not. comedy movie. It's, it's depressing, though. Yeah, so I, I don't want to watch that. It's kind of a, it's kind of a tough, like, but it's really good. 
It's not Woody Harrelson as Woody from no. Cheers, right? <laughs> Absolutely not, dude. So, yeah, I'll pass on that, dog. <laughs> it, it's Woody from Cheers after a heroin addiction. <laughs> exactly. Pass on that. <laughs> well, Woody Harrelson is another one of those actors that had this sort of insane transformation. Uh, eternal, eternal, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Woody Harrelson oh, was in okay. it? No, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's still one of the best. Right? And I got to put it up there. Like like coming from um coming from his like Ace Ventura and like Cable Guy <laughs> sort of persona to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind which was just completely different. Like that 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 was when I got a lot of respect for Jim Carrey. Mhm. It was a really huge transition. Mark Nobody- Ruffalo yeah. and Elijah Wood were in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes. Wait, the Hulk, the Hulk was there? was in there in his underpants. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a great movie. I, I really like the execution as um, because it was sci-fi and drama. And it just took a lot of things that I assumed from Jim Carrey and just turned them upside down like, Wow, he can do this. Our CGI can do that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> CGI. It's a really good film, though. Yeah. I still don't know if, if there was a scene where he was the, he was being bathed in a sink. I'm not really sure if what? it was they CGI'd him from a bathtub into a regular sink, or they just made a one gigantic sink. <laughs> anyway, Let's, I wonder if they have a clip of that on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's uh, Woody Harrelson was not always a comedian, though. He was in a movie with what's her face, Demi Moore. Okay, what was it about? Ah, it's it's a very iconic movie. Um, indecent proposal. Oh, well, that sounds like very indecent of a proposal. Yes, but <laughs> just because <laughs> Woody Harrelson was not always a com- comedic actor, so he he was like shifting from serious to comedy, serious comedy. So he just kind of like bounces around. I was kind of expecting Woody Harrelson to be perfect for a Guardians of the Galaxy movie or something. But I guess we'll see. Yes, we will, Norm. Are you guys there? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find a... Try, I'm still trying to find that uh, that scene that Norm was talking about. Uh, bath, uh, um, yeah, just Google Eternal Sunshine Mind Bath Scene. There's one on YouTube. Thank you. 14 for... F- Mind, rain, and... Following us into this anyway. rabbit hole, I can I can I can send you yeah. the YouTube link. Yeah, man, just put it into the Discord. Opening up Discord just for the <laughs> community. Oh, I saw it. Ah, yes. <laughs> Eternal <laughs> sunshine and the spotless mind. Two thousand four. Whoa! If yeah. you guys want to hit two thousand four, yeah, it's a red for a two thousand four movie. It still holds up. Okay, that's good. That's good. Then I'm gonna check it out later. Uh, speaking of Jim Carrey movies, my favorite Jim Carrey movie was, you know, Man on the Moon when he was like this guy called. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I like the Rob Williams movie Patch Adams, but I know it's a lot of people are divided on it because laughter that is not good. actually medicine. Oh, okay. Especially now. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing at COVID is not effective. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh... But the way our government is going, it can't hurt to try. <laughs> <laughs> you and Marsbo. <laughs> so it's weird how I'm like maybe trying to podcast my way into a lot of before I might possibly get this. What? 
Why are you very active in podcasting lately, Mark? Because he's got a lot of time on his hands, dude. Yeah, and uh, no, actually, I'm just trying to, you know, try to make use of this time. Because it's coming, it's not coming back like maybe in two weeks because we come back to work. Yeah, we're coming back to the office. May 11th. And the country here is reopening by May... Tr- oh, Discord. Discord, for anybody who's <laughs> Link in the show notes. You join our Discord? For Channel 14. Seriously? You guys, you guys listening, you really want to join our Discord? There's nothing there but memes and fun stuff. Seriously, you're missing, not missing out on anything. There's... Yeah, there's, there's nothing there. <laughs> Seriously, there's, there's nothing there. But you can... Maybe topless pics of me, but yeah, nothing there at all. <laughs> The internal spon- sunshine of the spotless mind is on the Discord, and yeah. it's just for that one bathtub seat. The trailer, anyway. Huh. Oh. So I've moved on. Wait, this week I am playing Ark Knights. Oh, what's that game about? Smooth segue. Um, it's a force game. It's an anime power what? defense game. Oh. Yeah, it's it's okay. one of those games where enemies just come at you, and you kind of have to strategically place characters, or these are anime girls, into certain spots to try to stop them before they get to the exit point and you lose the match. I'm... Oh. Hold on. Did you just say Arknights and Anime Girls? So it's not a gacha game? There's there's, there's, there's some of that. Yeah, kind of. I see. I mean, you're, you're, you're doing yeah. a... It's trying to replicate a company, so there's parts of it where you have HR recruit or hyper to plug into your squad. Mm, to plug right? them in. Who is your waifu now? Who is your main waifu? You know, you said not, anime girl, so me. I assume you have a waifu that you have picked. Your main character. Oh, okay. Just checking. Just checking. Because, like... I haven't gone down that dark, dark road yet, Martin. I see. Let's not rush it. In future episodes, you will have her, and you will mention her in the show, and we'll tell you she's not best girl and we will debate for two straight hours for the next episodes of Bodega Nights. Yeah, not really. Too. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of which, like, you got Ark Knights. Zhao has... What? How has it been playing Nam again? And I Battle heard you guys Vietnam. have spotted... Yeah. <laughs> and I heard you have spotted Tang Kong Dong. Yeah. Um, what's it? We... I don't know. I, I just play it whenever and... Usually around the evening, after I clean up. They have a server up, and y'all are just free to join. <laughs> Aw, th- thank you. I-, I played last time, and oh my god, I haven't died that much in the second time around, because now I'm actually trying to keep myself alive and not randomly spawn and get killed by the Viet Congs. <laughs> yeah, good game. Apparently. All but abandoned strategic. by um, EA. Because it EA doesn't games. make any money. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There games. are no no microtransactions. And land games don't make any money. <laughs> so pissed off at like Modern Warfare 2 and freaking StarCraft 2, like all of those always online sort of Yeah, sort of it's kind of like so dumb. I mean it it's it's yeah. making them a lot of money and all of that, but you know being able to play online is a nice thing to have, but it should not be the only option to play together. Like, exactly. I find yeah. it stupid that for example if you get all our, our computers together, we still can't play in server because we all have to be online to do it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. That is true. Third world internet. Yes. LAN <laughs> is, a, is, a, is a solution uh, to third world internet. Right? The LAN party. The Dude, is, hashtag yeah. bring back the LAN party. We can't because COVID <laughs> and we gotta be in social distance. <laughs> 
I mean... Unless we go from, like, adjacent rooms and then we do a LAN party, sure. But in the same room. I, wa- I <laughs> wanted to say, let's build a bigger network, but that's basically the internet. <laughs> <laughs> let's build a wall. <laughs> so it's basically a private server. Oh, but then... Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the tool that we've been using to play Battlefield is called Zero Tier. Um, How do you make it work? Creates... Well, you just sort of inst- you install it in your computer, and it creates like a, a virtual private network where you carve out your own little space on the internet as if, and and it acts as though it were a uh, local network. All right. So it's pretty much having a LAN party over the internet without having to hit EA servers or without having to, you know. Diablo two. <laughs> yeah, actually, you still have your copy of Diablo. Huh? You still have your copy? <laughs> no. It's it's probably on the internet somewhere. <laughs> if you want, we can play Diablo too. <laughs> it's a, one of the red. Pick up a retro game and put on this virtual private map. Yeah, essentially that's what we're doing. How many max? How many max uh, players were there in Diablo two? I remember right. two, three. I do not remember. I haven't played that I, game since what nineteen ninety nine or two thousand one or something. We're strange, faithful fourteen. We apologize. But those are some really, really good games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. When games were... 2001. The golden time when games were still games and not money-making machines. Well, to be fair, there are some really good games now. Yeah. Warframe. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I, I want to go back to EA and <laughs> because of all of the remember how, how much game. they're surprised at how their single-player Star Wars game did well. It was an unexpected surprise, but we'll take it. Oh, Made yeah. millions. What? Ga- oh, yeah. No micro is just a single player Uh-oh. campaign. Because <laughs> no micro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of what do you call it? Indie. A lot of the indie developers have really good games. Right. Obsidian. And um, indie developer at the time. The good games. Tears of Eternity. Uh, playing Scape Torment was a really yeah. good game. Uh, dark. Dark. Darker than Black Martin. It's not your cup of tea. <laughs> um, and and like, uh, I I really like cooperative games. This is why I really loved it when we would play Battlefield. Oh yeah, like games that we can where you're on the same team. Oh like, yeah. Uh, and a couple of we're kind of missing that co-op feel now. Every 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 online game feels like an MMO. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. You know that, that's why I really loved. Um, that's why I really loved playing Space Team when it mm. first came out. What's that? Oh, you haven't played Space Team. What's it about? Sorry. Um, what was the name of that? What was the name of that game where you're, uh, where you're like flying your ship? Oh, uh, is that? Uh, oh gosh, uh, you guys were playing that, right? Artemis. Yeah. Artemis. Think of Artemis. it like. Think of it Star like Star Trek Simulator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Think of it like Artemis, but instead of being really complex or whatever, it's just like pushing buttons. Yeah, it would be really oh, trippy. Okay. Playing Artemis on on a virtual private network. Yes, it's <laughs> nobody knows <laughs> what is happening except for the pilot. You want to try it out? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Up to you guys. We need a crew. Yeah, we need six. What six people? We have six people. We can coerce AG, so that's four of us already. 
I just need Mika and uh, maybe Paolo is active. Yeah, like Paolo is already oh. hopped on our little Damn. gaming network. All right, let's, let's try to make it happen. <laughs> yes, make it so. The only person who's redundant here is a ship captain. No. Because the ship captain actually doesn't have a hut. <laughs> Just orders people around. So this is what we're gonna be using our Discord for. <laughs> oh shit! No, 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 no! We can, we can, we can project. Uh, no, we can't. I was thinking we could project the the main screen using Zoom. What? <laughs> you could you could share the screen using Zoom so everybody can, but but everybody has to watch the Zoom in and then go back to their hut. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. We're going to have the pilot blind. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> We're getting stabbed from the right. Top speed, Mr. Sulu. Weapons at max. We don't have energy for weapons. So we're going to be... Uh, yeah, the way you can see it, dude. We have, uh, we have Artemis on our computers and we're on Discord on our phones. This is, this is going to be a nightmare. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Shame we were only able to play it once. We needed the projector to do it. Yeah. All right. Oh man, Ugh, it's gonna be so long since I head back to, or it's gonna be so long till I head back to Manila. <laughs> Same here, at man. At the earliest, like next year. You know what, Martin's like at oh the perfect. God, I, feel, I feel jealous. Your, your your job assignment is perfect for by the time you get back to Manila, COVID cure has finally come out. <laughs> oh, if I can survive here, yeah, it'll be perfect, because our numbers here are rising. <laughs> That's not bad though. Like we all we always expect the numbers to be rising. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm I'm um I'm surprised that the numbers in um the rest of well, this is this is speaking for Cebu, right? Because um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know I don't know what sort of insane is going on up in Manila and over in Brazil. Or, like I, I don't really have any sort of direct insight into any of that. The most I have is uh, Cebu, which is sort of acting with a level of autonomy as a local government unit. And with the exception of a few hiccups here and there, I'm not entirely convinced that Cebu City is performing as bad as the rest of the Philippines, right? Like, yeah. um, our numbers spiked up in the past like couple of weeks. Like, we've been getting, you know, 50 to 100 new cases per day or whatever. Right, so these numbers started spiking up. And the reason for this number starting to spike up is because we actually contact trace here, which is something that is should have been done much longer ago, but is actually being done. Um, in a lot of places, we find testing for symptomatic patients, right? So people that are displaying symptoms and everybody else that that person has come into contact with, do we test them? Well, a lot of other jurisdictions are like probably not but like in Cebu we actually contact trace all of the positives or the positives that we find whether they display symptoms or not so you know that uh, that spikes the number of positives but it's a good thing because at least we're identifying where the outbreaks are and we are identifying um, who needs to be isolated and who doesn't right and starting next week, I'm really happy that they have this whole plan going on. But starting next week, they're going to be going from barangay to barangay and random testing for, pe- for, for one person in each household. 
And if they find one person positive in the household, then they start contact tracing there just to see the extent of the outbreak. So, I don't know. I'm quite happy. <laughs> no, not quite happy. I am uh, not angry at the way okay. that Cebu has been handling, at least Cebu City has been handling the outbreak relative to what's happening in the rest of the country. Um, the big sort of slip up that I can see here was when they um, was when they arrested what's her name? Oh yeah, the one uh, that was a guest in Channel Fourteen. Yeah, she was like Norm interviewed her many years ago. Uh, Bambi Beltran, oh, wow. <laughs> many many years ago, twenty fourteen, like one year after Channel Fourteen. Yeah, so like, you know, like that that was the biggest problem in the most uh, in recent memory, right? And that was quite a big slip up, admittedly. Like it showed, it showed a bit of the, it, it showed the danger, um, in that by any hand we heal as one act or whatever the 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 Baho act. Um, they they keep they keep saying by any hand heal as one, but all I keep saying I keep seeing are uh, death threats, bullet shots, arrests. Yeah, yeah. Where is the healing, guys? Where is the healing? <laughs> That's the that's In the problem death, with it, right? There is healing, <laughs> you know. It's um, ah, uh, it's terrible. Sorry, I it is, it is, it is. Uh, they're they're using it like as a blanket act, and no amount of uh marketing label will 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 clean up what they're the, the messiness of the implementation. Yeah, it's just all over the place. It's either you're too lax or you're incredibly too strict. There was what was that uh, story here where. Um, people delivering oxygen tanks were halted at a checkpoint. Yeah, it's um, morons. Dude. Morons are manning the <laughs> checkpoints. <laughs> yep. And the inherent and uh, this this is something that um, this is something that I've sort of had to intellectually grapple with because um, a lot of the stuff that we see playing out in our society are blatantly unconstitutional, right? Um, a lot of them are blatantly illegal, and there is nothing in the Baho that authorizes, say, the shooting of an unarmed individual that's walking around outside after curfew. Right. However, having to take that trigger-happy cop through the entire process, uh, through the entire sort of due process of the law, is something that isn't going to happen in, like, three days, Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, sure, I suppose we kind of have to trust the process. But the problem is, the process is slow. The process is tedious. How do we make the process fast? How do we make the process not marred with checks and balances and possible appeals that can take years? Bad man. Um, <laughs> we, we, we can do that by... Uh, getting rid of a lot of a lot of the checks and balances that are supposed to make sure that justice is maintained, that justice is carried out, right? Yeah. And you can do that by having a dictator. That's how Singapore got really rich really fast. They had a good dictator. So that's really something that's been sort of bugging me because is it is it possible to quote get rich quick? Without a dictator, right? And I, if I, I see. if I concede that yes, we need you know, yes, we need a dictator, or yes, we need bigger government with a lot of social programs. Like if I concede that that is 
sort of the solution. I would not want a system like that in place in case we have somebody that really sucks. <laughs> you know? It's, it's, Which it's like, just so happens. It, it, it's like um, that, that's, the damage that our president has done has been pretty limited because of things like the, um, what's it called? Because of things like the local government code, which gives local governments autonomy, mm-hmm. right? If the policies that were put in place and carried out incorrectly by the people in Manila were done by the people in Cebu, well, that would be a terrible thing. But we have this check in the local government code. But that's another layer of bureaucracy. And that's something that having to go through all of the processes in order to get stuff from the national government and the local government, blah, 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 all of that takes time. Right. Um, so the idea is, I like having a slow government that likes to fight with each other, because the alternative would be a tyrant, if that makes sense. And a tyranny only works if the guy in power is somebody that you like. But what if the guy in power isn't somebody that you like very much? Well, at that point you'd say, take down this tyrannical government. If it's somebody like Lee Kuan Yew... Well, no, Lee Kuan Yew was also kind of a dick, though. (laughs) Yeah. Right? If you have a quote-unquote enlightened dictatorship and you like the person that's the tyrant, then it's no problem. But if the system remains in place once that good tyrant is gone, then it's replaced with somebody that you don't like. All of a sudden, tyranny seems like a bad idea. So... The question is, do you want a slow government with a lot of checks and balances that um, that makes sure that when idiots come into power, their damage is minimized, but at the same time, when somebody brilliant comes into power, their uh, reforms are not as quick and wide-reaching as you would like? Hmm. That's something that I've been grappling with intellectually. <clears throat> like, I'm pretty sure, and I'm not, I'm not going to say that I would necessarily agree with this, but I'm pretty sure that if Vico Soto became president and said, F*** it, we are going to make the Philippines a dictatorship with me as dictator, and he does a lot of good, people aren't going to mind. What or kind of people, you know? though? Well, if he gets that stuff done, it's, it's, it's really... It, it was that yeah. leadership that you... That you can, so, right? The ships can implement really quickly because they only have to listen to the one guy. Yeah. yeah. Right? So there again, that's that's the eternal issue, right? Because you know, if you want quick, decisive action, then you're going to have to do away with a lot of the bureaucracy that comes with sort of checks and balances checks and as balances. the idea behind them. Whereas, and that works if you have a good government, but or if if you have good people in government. But if you have horrible people in government, that has the exact opposite effect, right? So, yeah. what sort of system would you like in place? Um, okay. And, and this, is, this, is, this is something that, that I, I don't think very many people understand when it comes to a lot of my points of view. Just, just for the sake of clarity, um, for my consistent position when it comes to politics, whatever system you put in place has to work whether or not or it has to make you feel comfortable if uh, somebody you don't like is in power and to me that's a good system 
right? Like and so the system is a good system, but it's someone in power that you hate. Yeah, if if you feel like like here, 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 I don't like. Okay. I didn't like Aquino. I, I, okay. I don't like that political party that he comes from. I don't like Duterte. Right? I don't like okay. any of the... I don't, I don't like the political party that he comes from, right? And um, with the political system... And, and I would like to have a... Uh, I would like to have a system that makes me feel safe when Aquino is in power, when um, Duterte is in power, right? Um, because the people that are... And, and um, it's got to feel a little bit uncomfortable... Or I, I have to feel like if somebody, like if, if, I don't know, whoever an ideal like leader would be steps into power, I have to feel that this person is sort of being shackled a little bit. Ah, I see. Yeah. Diba? Okay. Because that's the this, system yeah. that is, um, that is the system that is good for everybody. Because somebody that you don't like in power, you're still, you still kind of feel safe. Somebody you yeah, do like, like uh, in power, well, that, you know, at least if an idiot is in power, the um, the damage is minimal, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that. there. To me, that's the ideal system. That regardless of who the person in power... Uh, if I have to be okay if there is a person that I don't like in power. So an idea or a more uh, a concrete example of that would be... Um, I would like a system that has freedom of speech. That's true. Because... Yeah. Um, if the person in power, if, if I don't like the person in power and the person in power doesn't like me, freedom of speech protects me. <laughs> you can still <laughs> on that person. Right? Amen. Now let's imagine, um, let us imagine a system whereby there is no freedom of speech because there is a tyrant. But I happen to like the tyrant very much. That's great like, for me. Uh, okay. That's yeah, amazing for, for me. Now let's imagine in the country. Now let's imagine that person is replaced by somebody that doesn't like me. Uh-huh. I'm screwed. Yep. So just imagine what it would be like if a person you didn't like and a person that doesn't like you is in power. What is going to protect and you there? That's your ideal nothing. system. Yun. And uh, okay, I like that. Because when you keep saying dictatorship, I keep on thinking one guy. I think you know this guy. <laughs> Aladdin or Aladdin? Na 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 na. <laughs> so that's that's sort of I don't know that that's why I'm a libertarian. What's a libertarian? Um, little little people. Ah, <laughs> little terrorists. Little people. <laughs> little right. people. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> yeah, libertarians for like little people that um, are affiliated with the Lannisters. I see. And the Lannister always remembers their... But then, uh, what, what do we call it? What do we call it? Line. Line. <laughs> Line. Line. God, it was the theater. Um, Thank you for listening to Channel 40. <laughs> Please like and subscribe. And apparently, Third World Gaming is now on Spotify. I just figured that out today. <laughs> and Radio Strokes. Norm Season 4 coming at some point. I read the yeah. script. Dude, I read the script that um, Norm put up for uh, season four for the first episode of season four. It's so good. Holy smokes! Where is that again? Well, it's on I our Telegram. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So good. Double checking now. But oh man. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna cut it down into other episodes. <laughs>
He was like, okay, now what else do I say after this? What? <laughs> it's a one episode season. It's a one episode season. Hey, it happens, man. It happens to a lot. Oh, speak of Radio Norm, I showed you like when I shared Radio Norm to some guy in a podcast group. Yeah. And what he said, he yeah. listened to your episode called Blank. He thought it's a nice to have these types of podcasts and noticed that Channel 14 is like a group of different podcast sounds with different niches. I don't really listen to spoken word, but I find it very refreshing. Perhaps I need a change of pace or mood. I mean... Listening to these types of audio. And yes, you can have a change of pace or mood when you listen to Radio Norm. I mean, he's not wrong. Yes. Channel 14 does have different <laughs> podcasts for different things. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so does other podcasts But thanks Hey, listener feedback <laughs> I know <laughs> After plugging away Radio Norm to random people Finally, our first after- review <laughs> oh. <laughs> After how many years? Oh man um, like, First review after Like three years after the second season <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Contact us. Contact the channel14.com. That gets to all of us. Yes. We're, we're on Twitter if you can find us. As CH14, barely all letters, no numbers. I think that's uh, We're barely Martin on, on anything. That's not me. That guy's trolling me. Anyway, uh, speaking of uh, Channel 14, uh, we, we're apparently on Stitcher. Yeah. And Apple Podcast. We're actually like on everything. <laughs> Yeah, incredibly. And also Spotify now. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like what oh, what a lot man. of podcasters, what a lot of podcast services will do, is uh, um, pretty much pretty much steal Apple's list, right? Right. Um, yeah. So, like for example, we ended up on a lot of platforms that I never like submitted the RSS feeds to, probably because <laughs> they, just, they yeah. like, no, found they it just on got Apple's the list. list. Yeah. Um, the only one recently that I actually had to make a submission to was Spotify because you know Spotify. <laughs> but like I thought, you were pretty much on like most of those other ones. Mm-hmm. That's good. Oh, I mean, distribution is always great. Yeah, that's true. Oh, so now I can't wait to distribute some food for Quarantabaan twenty twenty. If I can still have time to cook, aside from I thought you yeah. couldn't cook in your apartment. Apartment, Martin. Yeah, but not the not the smoky one. So. Maybe a bacon strip or two, and then like you know that's. How's your neighbor? Did you put the goat head outside his like apartment? <laughs> I'm sorry, Shannon Starps. I'm sorry, but Mister Sharp is still using that for his show every time he wears a LeBron James jersey. Skip. 